Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. It is Swoggle Mania season. It is the sixth Swoggle Mania, the fourth video game one. Long story, but we'll talk about it as we go over our picks for the big live Twitch stream this Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Over Skype, I only have two of the other members of the Swoggle squad. Nobody else wants to face these picks head on. The two bravest souls are here with me in Chicago. Rich is here. Mm, we the boys. We the boys. That's who we are, and and that's that's this inner circle faction thing. I was uh, just thinking about the uh, earlier today, and if I had to estimate, I've probably been tired since high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> There was a really, uh, really good article on ESPN about uh, uh, sleep deprivation in the NBA uh, eventually going to be as big of a deal as like CTE in football. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck, can I join the NBA just to get some help with that shit?" Truly, it's it's horrible. No, this is the uh, this is uh, we have many uh, many little like stables and clicks within the Swaggle Squad as it is. Of course, me, Tope, and Augie are the three live crew. Because we're the, the the fucking monsters. This threesome dirty, right here. Dirty uh, we're, the th- we're the three that get shit done. <laughs> but, uh, <in> our, our, <laughs> With the GSD really, crew? That's really be our name. But in our, our Facebook, uh, we're backlin' to the future. Um, you know, there's lots of little uh, side side uh, side things going on here. And speaking of a lot of side things going on, in New York is Tope. Uh, you know what? That's four out of ten. But wow. Most... <laughs> okay, fine. Three out of ten. Jesus. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like I was thinking, like, we I guess technically are like the OC of like pot swoggle and like wrestling fans yeah. and Aki was so fuck Mary Kill, the OC. Ooh. Um kill it. Oh no, I don't know. I know I did the same thing. <laughs> I'm marrying gallows. Yeah. I'm marrying gallows I'm, for the, mm, i was gonna mm. i was gonna kill gallows but then i was like no i gotta marry gallows he's the best storyteller um wow i'm fucking carl anderson in the hopes of getting some of the hot asian wife there i'm killing aj styles because he's had a good run <laughs> and i don't want to deal with this bullshit <laughs> i don't want to deal with this video game bullshit i don't want to deal with this fucking religious bullshit i don't want to deal with this republican bullshit yeah fuck him yeah <laughs> Killing, killing AJ Styles for the bullshit alone. <laughs> Mullet wrapped all that up perfectly. Uh, and then I'm just going to fuck uh, uh, Gallows. Just because, like, he keeps the bits going. He keeps it light. And he's already proven that, you know, one marriage didn't work. And then I'm going to go with Carl Anderson to marry because he's, you know, he's so far got the best track record. It's a lot of baggage, though. He's got, like, what, like nine kids at this point, I feel like? <laughs> You know, yeah, it's easy for things to get lost in the shuffle then, you know? You don't have to worry about trying? I don't know. How do relationships work? <laughs> How do marriages work? <laughs> it's, 
You just wake up every day and hope that everything's still there. <laughs> That's all that it is, man. That's all that it is. Uh, I mean, I kept my girlfriend's dog alive for the better half of a weekend, so that's got to count for some, right? Yeah, that that is honestly fifty percent of having a kid is just keeping it alive. Okay. Also, the better half of a weekend did it did it die? No, no, no. what I meant to say was more than a weekend. Uh, but that's just what came out. But also, like, I also in my head thought that was just like, I don't know, man. I'm like I said, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> um, I also love that uh, Tope making us OC because uh, we are three of the four original members of Potswoggle. Does that make Augie like Tamatonga or is like Heathen Balor? Oh, is Augie bad luck Fale? Like, he could be like all those. We're rolled into one, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Augie in Japan, that's a fun thought. So, today, hmm. what we're going to be doing is Swogglemania picks. If you're new here, uh, this is going to be your your prototypical Podswoggle episode. Not going to be talking wrestling news or games or anything. Uh, we have our monthly Twitch stream on the Podswoggle Twitch channel, which is going strong now for, I want to say, about four years. Uh, where's my... I have three notebooks in front of me, and I can't confirm any of this. Yeah, about four years. We've been doing this. This is the fourth Swoggle Mania, even though I'm calling it Swoggle Mania 6. First two Swoggle Manias were Rich and I doing like six hours of commentary on WrestleMania matches before WrestleMania. Adopted it over in our supercar to close out uh, each year's WWE 2K video game, 2K19, uh, which we're going to be sad to have go because it's been a great season. And by all accounts, WWE 2K20 is fucking garbage. But yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge in November when we get to it. <sighs> I just uh, only started playing WWE 2K19, and that too is garbage. 19 of the past few years in terms of me actually playing it, and I don't play it a lot. When I first get it, I do a lot of rumbles, and I try to like test out the mechanics for the for literally just for this. Um, was probably the more enjoyable from the past couple years, I want to say. Um, I didn't get deep into career, and I didn't get deep into showcase. Like I normally would, but everybody that got deep into those enjoyed them. So, um, I'll, I'll trust uh, yeah, the people. the kickout mechanic for me is just absolute hot fucking garbage. Which one do you have it set to? Do you have it set to the meter? Yeah, is there a different setting? Some, no, I think that is, I know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of oh. the submission, the submission setting, because the submission setting you can either do the right stick or you can do the um or you can do the button mashing. That's what I'm thinking of. No, the, right. the kickout thing, yeah, it's never been great, but it's they've had to do something after button mashing, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, anyway. all that being said, Sorry. all that non-fun stuff aside, the fun stuff that we do is the most baddie computer-simulated video game wrestling known to man, a big blowout end-of-the-year card, where, for no reason whatsoever, we talk about it like it's an actual pay-per-view that we're doing pick'ems for, and we do pick'ems on this monstrosity of a card. Uh, just the three of us are here to do it today. I do have Spencer's picks. Thank you, Spencer. He's not here. He's working. He may jump on at some point. We don't know. But um, he did. He was nice enough to give me his picks. Widden and Augie's picks. Widden's picks will come later in the week. Augie will have his picks the same time he's given me the past two years' picks. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, Tope, because it's just the three of us, you said you wanted to put some stakes on this, some, some minor stakes. Yeah, I want the loser to have to do something. I wish it'd be great if Augie were here as our current Podswoggle champion who owes six powers. Um, well, fantastic. How about fuck it? The winner, let's do winner instead. The winner gets to make Augie do another power. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> and the and the loser, whoever so first, so whoever gets first gives Augie another power, but whoever gets last has to take one of Augie's powers. So basically it's like a swap. Dude, do they get who gets to choose? <laughs> uh second place. Hi, <laughs> there we go. Okay, I like that. I want second. So first gives Augie another power. Second place picks the power of Augie's he already has that third has to do. There you go. <laughs> this is madness. It's, this is what we do, baby. Uh, so bottom to top, uh, I actually have kind of like a New Japan show. I have the card in order this year already for you guys. Uh, the show will open up as usual for the third straight year with the 30-man unused rumble. So Every single year when I'm searching for my own picks, I just search for the stupidest, craziest, most random, funny, pop culture things known to man. And whatever has not been used for the season, we put them in a rumble that I'll be doing a drinking game for. Uh, Oh, damn it. You're already going to be gone, maybe, Rick, you bastard. Sorry. Um, It's fine. I'll manage. Um, So what we did (laughs) last year, or what we did the past two years when when we did picks for this, is we did not reveal... Of course, the unused Rumble participants, we're each just going to give our pick with no context whatsoever and just move on. So you're just going to give me the name of the person you picked, the number, and then we'll go to the next match. And hopefully we all have different picks. Uh, I will start with Spencer because he's not here. Spencer picked the Great Pumpkin for one. Rich? That motherfucker. The Great Pumpkin for one. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a one in 30 chance. That is insane. Uh, Tope. Give me the super freak Barry Windham. Sorry, super freak Rick James for one. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't aired yet. <laughs> oh, I know. It'll make sense eventually. Oh, yeah, it will. Uh, half a, a part of me. I can't even guarantee that I'm going to do this or not. It depends on people's picks. But I may bump somebody from this match and replace them with just Clever nickname Barry Windham. <laughs> and that'll probably be what he's called, is just clever nickname Barry Windham. Um, uh, my pick is Gritty for one. <laughs> and we'll get Augie and Wittens at a later date. Uh, next, the first ever professional wrestling match booked by my daughter, Jillian Mullet. It is Vampirina versus Doc McStuffins. I have a very unfair advantage when it comes to this match because I think I'm the only person that knows who the fuck either one of these two are. Um, I will go first and give you guys context. Vampirina, uh, her and her family moved from Transylvania to Pennsylvania and opened up their Scare B&B. She is a a, a precocious little girl who obviously is a vampire, uh, but everyone just treats her as normal. Uh, Doc McStuffins is a, a child doctor of toys and stuffed animals. And they magically come to life. This is my fucking life now. Uh, so one's a child that fixes toys. The other can turn into a fucking bat. I pick Vampirina for 10. <laughs> uh, Rich. All right, look. I mean, like, Vampirina is a vampire. Look, in a wrestling match, you ain't got to kill a vampire. You just got to put him down for the one, two, three. Doc McStuffins, what's the doctor of? Obviously, of fixing toys. Is doctor of anything else? He's doctor of thugonomics, doctor of pain, doctor of some whoop-ass. Uh, McStuffins going to be McStuffin his foot up her ass. God damn it. I got Doc McStuffins for seven. <laughs> uh, Doc McStuffins is also a girl. This is a female match. One of our three uh, female damn. matches. Damn. Damn, the doctor can, was was a woman. <laughs> 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 Sexist pig. <laughs> I, 
I am I do, fucking exposed. I do love that you can accept, like, hmm, okay, so we've had Kevin Thorne, we've had Gangrel, and then we've had, like, John Cena, and Isaac Yankum, and Steve Williams. Like, has this played in anyone's picks? I doubt it, but it's fun, fun to think of. Uh, Tope? <laughs> you literally took all my jokes, talking oh, stuff fuck. for eight. <laughs> 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 That was our rationale, literally what you just said, oh, almost oh. in order. <laughs> Sorry, brother, I gotta get my shit in. No, specifically, specifically Mullen. M- Mullen. Oh. Chris Mullen. Um, specifically what Mullen said, I'm like, yeah, we it's, it's fucking Gangrel and oh, those. Okay. Thorn versus, you know, Doctors, and I'm going with the Doctors, so Doc for eight. Not the first time I've been confused for Chris Mullen. Rich, you remember Clerks, the animated series, right? Yeah. So I think it was like the second or third episode that aired, which I think there was only two or three episodes that aired. That they aired, did something yeah. Where like, that, uh, they did like an NBA like jury for something, and they're like, oh, come on, one time, my friends, just a bunch of black guys. And they're like, no, nah, Chris Mullen's over there. And I went the next day in school, and they're like, dude, you're on the Clerks animated series. I'm like, that was Chris Mullen. <laughs> Not Chris <laughs> Mullen. Why would I be on that show? Oh, uh, so it's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's also a cartoon. Uh, You're all idiots. <laughs> uh, Spencer took Vampirina for two. Surprise, him being like kind of the goth guy didn't go a little higher there. But also, he probably has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. So, uh, the fourth annual Augie Artillas Memorial Triple Threat match. The way this works is if you know the uh, the drop on the podcast, we name have Augie name three random wrestlers. Uh, he gives me three random wrestlers, and we booked them in a triple threat match. Uh, last year's Memorial Triple Threat was won by uh, Spot Monkey, who replaced Space Monkey. The previous year uh, was won by, uh, who the fuck is it? Where is it? Andre the Giant, defeating Giant Gonzalez and the Repo Man. And uh, the first year, it was won by, I believe, Bubba Ray Dudley, defeating Fire Ant and somebody else. Uh, this year, on the streets of Chicago, Augie booked Harley Race. Jim the Anvil Nightheart and Zack Ryder, as we were being yelled at by Chicago's finest, not police officers, uh, who I seem to be a streetwalker. Uh, Rich. I'm going with Harley Race here for four. Because he's earned my respect Damn, after all these years. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> when he was alive, no. When he's dead, he's earned it. Tope. Oh, Harley Race is dead? Who am I thinking of? I know who I thought. <laughs> he literally oh. just died like a month ago. Oh, fuck. Well, I had a Harley Racer 4, but now I don't want him anymore. But Harley Racer 4. There's only one person who's alive in this match. <laughs> Wait, who? Oh, shit. There, this is an all-dead triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> Harley Racer 4. Uh, Spencer went Jim the Anvil Nightheart for three. I also went Harley Race because he's the biggest fucking man in this match. I went Harley Race for seven. Yeah. Harley Race has uh, also the, uh, recently become the bane of my this existence as a toy collector uh, because his LJN is incredibly difficult to find at a reasonable price. And they also, uh, specifically King Harley Races, they had a collector's edition that was available at Walmart. I found it at our local Walmart. The box was totally annihilated so bad i couldn't even buy it and now it's going online for like a hundred dollars by itself like not even in the box i'm like shit should have bought it so harley race you owe me this you owe me this win 
a match I've been wanting to do for a very long time. It is the Mrs. Dad Five-Way Extreme Rules. I downloaded every single George Mizanin that looked like George Mizanin from Community Creations, renamed them all individually. There's no discernible differences between any of them. (laughs) (laughs) They all are going to have the Mrs. Dad's moves. They're all going to have shitty mustaches. God. You're going to be able to tell the difference. Oh, so, I, yeah. I, I, no I, one does what we do as good as we do it. <laughs> Damn right. I know people like New Legacy. They're nice guys. Good for them. I'm sure there's other random shit. But who else has booked the Mrs. Dad versus George Mizanin versus WrestleMania Dad versus Mr. Miz versus my per- personal favorite and the only one he's named himself, Papa Giorgio. <laughs> The name that he insists his grandkids call him. And also, apparently, just a, a flat steal of Ethan uh, Embry's character from Vegas Vacation. Nick Papa Georgia from Yuma, Arizona. Uh, Tope, I'm sorry. You have to start this. <laughs> uh, give me the name. And the person probably only more racist than Papa John's. Papa Giorgio? Is that what it is? Papa, Papa Giorgio, yes. Papa Giorgio for three. Papa Giorgio. Uh, Spencer is right there with you. Went uh, Papa Giorgio for four. I would love for this to be a fucking uh, uh, a unanimous pick. I went Papa Giorgio for two. Rich, let me hear it. Uh, I'm sorry, boys, but I'm I'm a traditionalist. I gotta I gotta stick with the Mrs. Dad for three. <laughs> the Mrs. Dad is classic. It's that classic Coke flavor, and you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's creepy. I just took a swig of Coke. She said that. That was weird as fuck. <laughs> I mean, we we were, what, a good solid two years ahead of the curve on the Mrs. Dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If if not more. Yeah. Well, we're, it, oh, we're trendsetters. Yeah. It all comes to a head. Swaggle Mania this Sunday. Uh, I've never booked a squash match before. This is going to be fun. Uh, Walter. Uh, your current NXT UK champion, one of the best wrestlers on planet Earth, taking on a Walter, Jeff Dunham's puppet. Uh, <laughs> because, because when I went to search Walter for Swaggle Ma- uh, for March of Madness, the dummy came up as like the fifth result. I'm like, well, Swaggle Mania's in six months. Fuck it. Uh, Spencer starts this one. Uh, so Spencer up through the next seven matches just at his points in order, and I think he was. I thought he was just gonna like fucking do it for the whole way. So he has a uh, Walter, Walter for five. Um, I am pretty sure that the dummy can't beat this Austrian badass. So I went Walter for all 15 points. Rich. Walter for 15. Okay, I thought this should have been a slam dunk. Uh, Tope. We're all fucking dummies and a fucking puppet wins. Walter for 15. I think he literally is ranked like 40-something. Like, if he does, like, this should be a minute. Remember the All Might matches? Like, when All Might was wrestling, like, some dude that was, like, rated 87, and he's beat him in a minute? Walter's in the mid-80s. This guy's in the fucking 40s. Stranger things have happened. Swoggle Mania sees some crazy shit. Never forget Ronda Rousey and Summer Rae. Mm. Uh, next, it's also become a tradition to have a big, obnoxious Hell in a Cell match at Swoggle Mania. So this year I put eight all-stars, seven from this current season, and one all-timer in one match. Uh, Charlie Way, which is uh, 
uh, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, just fat as shit. Uh, CT from the Real World World Rules Challenge. Killian Dane Cook, that's pretty self-explanatory. Mean Bean Okerlund, which is a giant green bean monster in a mean jean uh, suit. Officer Magnum from Shakara. Rue Dolph Ziggler, uh, which was Widden's pick for the Rumble for some reason this year, which is Dolph Ziggler and Antlers, which is for some reason, because I created it, it's been downloaded like 500 times. It's like the, the, like the thing that's been downloaded the most in my entire life. Potswoggle Championship, Heels and Heels Championship, fuck it. Give me Ziggler with Antlers. Uh, <laughs> Ziggler Antlers. Some, yeah, the Samoan Cookie Monster, who is technically 1-0 at Swoggle Manias because he beat Ron Swanson a couple years ago. And last but certainly not least, one of the greatest Potswoggle champions of all time, Captain Crunch, who has a 2-0 record at Swoggle Mania. He retired Doink the Clown from Swoggle Mania last year. Because of that fact... Travesty. Well, it's the first Swoggle Mania without him, and we're going to miss him. <laughs> the stream's going to crash immediately. Uh, I got Captain Crunch for three. He's got the pedigree. He knows what he's doing. I got to go with the veteran. Rich. Did you say pedigree? I got Officer Magnum for two. (laughs) Sir! What a segue. The master of them. Tope. I can't come back after that one. That was fucking awesome. (laughs) Samoa Cookie Monster for two. Because he's a crackhead. (laughs) Is that what you were saying with that character? (laughs) Yes. He's going to take a bump off the cage to start the match and just, just lay there. He was your pick uh, to become uh, – he was your last uh, Podswoggle champion earlier on the season before uh, my Matt Taven defeated him. Uh, he did defeat Nick Aldis, so he does uh, is impressive in these matches. Uh, Spencer's were, were split here four ways so far. Spencer went with Mean Bean Okerlund for six points. Uh, I have wow. no idea why. Christ, what? I told you, he went in order through the first seven matches. <laughs> and then he just switched it up out of nowhere. Uh, I'm very excited about this one. Uh, it's not often we have a true blood feud for Swaggle Mania. It is something that's been going on for the better part of three years now. Uh, joining Rich and myself in Swaggle Mania annals from the, the, the Swaggle Squad is Augie Artillas. If you don't remember from the Rumble, remember, avert your eyes at Augie's eyes and face. Because Augie, <laughs> his fucking face is not made in the mechanics of this game to make sense. So he looks distorted as all hell. Somebody said he looks like an Animorph this year, and I agree. <laughs> uh, he'll be taking on Baron Corbin. Uh, Augie's been <laughs> slandering Baron Corbin for years. They'll all come to a head, Swoggle Mania. Corbin is 0-1 at Swoggle Mania. He lost to Okada at last year's Swoggle Mania after beating Okada in two straight March of Madnesses. Uh, Tope. This is an easy one. It is a good old-fashioned 10-second countout when Augie doesn't show up. Uh, Cor- <laughs> <laughs> Corbin for, 15, uh, for 13. Corbin for 13. Fuck if I can make that happen. Uh, Spencer has faith in our boy. Oh man, he really did these really quickly. He has Augie for seven. Uh, Augie does. I, Augie, I can't remember if he has The Rock's moves or Sami Zayn's moves, uh, which really could be the difference here. <laughs> but that said, I got Corbin for eight just because, come on, Augie's, Augie has to lose at Swoggle Mania. That only seems right. Rich? I have faith in our boy. I have Augie for six. I also hey. want Baron Corbin to lose. I also, you know, 
I'm sure some funny shit's going to happen during this match. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so Corbin, so we talked about 2K20 earlier. We can kind of also use this like a 2K20 preview. So the ratings came out, and I went through them. There's some some interesting stuff. Some people have been complaining about some ratings. I'm not going to say any names. Uh, but I always kind of look at those and kind of think of March of Madness like several months down the road. They finally gave fucking Corbin the bump this year. He's like an 87 in the game. There like the past couple years, he's been like he's been like eighty one, eighty two, and I'm like, oh fuck, he is gonna ruin Macho Madness this year. And that's and that's before like there's been other times when like he almost has and he hasn't by beating Okada in the second round. Uh, also, the Fiend is only an eighty seven, but still scares the fall fucking balls off of me. So just be stewing on that as we get ready for uh, Macho Madness in a few months. Uh, I got everyone's picks there. Our mid-show main event, one of the biggest matches you can book in the history of anything. It is Thanos, one of the most dominant pod toggle champions ever, against another dominant, the most dominant in the shortest amount of time this season, All Might from My Hero, My Hero Academia. Thanos, two-time champion, defended the title successfully on three different occasions. All Might's first tournament, he beat all three of his opponents in under three minutes. Uh, I will go first. I'm gonna go with All Might because he's the one I'm more familiar with. Plus, Thanos lost last year at Swagglemania to Zack Saber Jr. So I went All Might, but I'm worried. I went with five points only. Rich, this is recency bias and also poor point placement. I went <laughs> All Might for eleven. Wow! Yeah. Well, so you have to. Something that I always find interesting when we go from like Swagglemania to Swagglemania is this is going to be a different Thanos than like last True. year's Thanos. True. So who knows? I'm going to try to have it as close to him as possible with similar move set and similar rating. I mean, they're both going to be fucking maxed yeah. out at 100 each. Right. But you don't know what Thanos you're getting. So I'd rather if, go with the thing I'm familiar with. If this match goes over 50 seconds, I'm screwed. <laughs> I think it will because <laughs> they're both rated 100. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Xander Cage took all. Xander Cage beat All Might. He flat out pinned him. So again, he's not infallible. Well, Just like Thanos tapped out the Zack Saber Jr. So neither men are gods. Uh, Spencer is headed y'all's wedding. He's I don't know if he's going to either New York, Florida, or Chicago. Topa. Easy one. Give me the guy who's been for the longest time. Give me Thanos for six. Thanos for six. You're even still using your normal pick'em philosophy for this. <laughs> maniac. Uh, well, Spencer was kind of pocketed in that All Might is the man that finally procured him the Swoggle Squad Championship after years of futility. So he said, fuck it. He went All Might for all 15 points. Jesus oh, okay. Feel better about my bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. Man. I didn't give a fuck anymore. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's either going to be way ahead or he's going to be in trouble. The come down match, which is not a come down match at all after this. Uh, heels and heels all star tag team match from the season. The Olsen twins, Mary Kate and Ashley, uh, will be taking on AOC, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and. The greatest heels and heels champion of all time, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG herself. This season, I don't, I don't. This kind of gets swept under the rug because the heels and heels we don't talk about a lot on the podcast a lot. RBG won the heels and heels rumble in January, 
held that tighter until fucking May. Shut up for four months. Very impressive streak. Uh, because of that alone, I'm going with RBG and AOC for 14 points. I've yet to see Ruth Bader Ginsburg pinned. She had to lose it in a uh, in a non-pitting scenario match in Money in the Bank. So until I see her beaten, that's the way I'm going. Rich. I'm going with the uh, the youth and Ruth connection. AOC <laughs> and RBG for nine. RBG and AOC for nine. Tope. I hate this bullshit. I have to pick after Rich. She's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> AOC and RBG for 11. 11. And Spencer went RBG and AOC for 8. Because fuck the Olsen twins. Very important match to the Rich. His alter ego, who won this year's Podswoggle Rumble, Pasta Malone. He, he entered at number 18. Like, we've been doing video game rumbles for a very long time. And in the past, like, two years, some crazy shit has happened in these things. We saw Roman almost go the distance. Last year at the Unused Rumble, we almost saw Bill Brasky go the fucking distance from number one. <sighs> Bill final Brasky. Three. Uh, I tried to fit him in somewhere, and I, A, I couldn't find one, and B, I didn't want to ruin everyone else's chances. And then this year, Pasta Malone, the, the deepest winner we've ever had. Uh, and he had a very good defense of that title over a couple months, taking on uh, the new bane of Rich's existence, Kona Reeves, but not just any Kona Reeves, Mecca Kona Reeves, an eight-foot-tall, glowing Kona Reeves. Uh, Tope. you got to go with the pasta, baby. Pasta for nine. Come on. It's the pasta. big boy. And another guy who, if I'm not mistaken, how did he lose the title? Uh, oh, he lost it in the triple threat. He wasn't even pinned, if I'm not mistaken, to lose the title from Nick Aldis after March of Menace. So another very well-protected character. Uh, Spencer also remembers that. He has pasta for 11. I remember that. I have pasta for 13. Wow. I got pasta for 8. I don't remember those things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Kona Reeves was number 30 in that same rumble and was eliminated in less than a minute. <laughs> so Sure. Yeah. Should be all right. I've held on to his ass for 10 months. Just he should be eliminated from his job. <laughs> Has he been on NXT on Wednesdays yet? No. I think he did. I think they had like a vignette or he had some kind of like bullshit tweet that's just like, God, can we send him to... Not send him down to evolve. Where can we send Kona Reeves? We can send Kona Reeves to. Let me find some fucking two bit ass. <laughs> uh, we can send Kona Reeves to PetSmart, and he yep. can work there. <laughs> oh God, he'd be scaring animals away left and right. The unofficial Arcade Audio Tag Team Championship. Um, you're not you're not able to create tag team titles in the game. That's why I've never actually created them and done this on a monthly basis. That's the main reason why. Uh, the tag team, the legendary tag team of Wreck It Ralph and a random hockey player. The first year was just literally a hockey player. Uh, then it was uh, Rain Gretzky. I don't remember who the other year was. This year it's Sidney Crosby. Wreck It Ralph and Sidney Crosby, who are three and zero at Swoggle Mania. They've never lost a tag match ever. Ah, Clicking on fuck. two all-star teams. Uh, Spencer's uh, two picks. Well, how about you let Spencer answer that? That's right. I'm here for my, my main man, the Burger King and the Pumpkin King. 
Skeleton uh, Man, the Jack Man. He wanted Jack Skellington uh, uh, around Christmas time. Couldn't find him. Now we got him. He wanted the Burger King for whatever month we all decided to go with burger puns. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally found him. So I'm giving them the Swagglemania chance as a team together. And so then as a the team. I go with the two guys. Yeah. Yeah. The two guys I picked. And then the, uh, the tag team of your current March of Madness champion, Alistair Black, and Zack Sabre Jr., the only live, well, the second ever live two-time March of Madness champion, and a man who is 2-0 at Swagglemania. He won the All-Star uh, March of Madness champion, Hell in a Cell, two years ago. And last year, he tapped out Braun Strowman and Thanos eight times. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. This year, this year. He lost in the second round to Alistair Black. We just talked about it. Different game, different guy. You don't know. A lot of a lot of storylines here. Uh I went you're saying, look, you're saying that you don't know Zach. I do not know Zach. I don't know I don't know Black about Zach. Uh but I do know that I picked Alistair Black, Zach Saber Jr., only for four points. It's just one of those things. I got I always am biased towards the March of Madness champion. Until I see him really get the fuck beat out of him, that's who I'm gonna go with. Rich. Yeah, one of these teams has Zack Sabre Jr. on there, and I still, you know, just conditioning from two years of seeing him dominate to, like, doing, you know, good, fine. This year, it's like, well. But again, it's a multi-team match, so I only went with five points on this fake thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very nervous that, like, I'm thinking about it. I think he's had a good year, but with everything going on wrestling, I'm worried about Zack Sabre Jr. making March of Madness this year. You'd have to have a really good last, like, five months. Oh, so you mean, like, when Suzuki retires and he takes over Suzuki-Goon and then wins the title? Yeah, which could definitely happen. (laughs) That could definitely happen in the next five months. That's the kind of thing I'm banking on. Uh, Tope. Uh, Give me Blackie Zacky for five, baby. (laughs) Yeah. For five, right? Yeah. (laughs) And Spencer. What? Didn't I ever go? Oh, you didn't say your number, though. You, you said you picked nine. Skellington, but... <laughs> nine. Black and, uh, the Black King for nine. Uh, the, no, the, the yep. Jack King. Black Jack. What am I saying? Black There's Jack so and King. <laughs> you know, like Black, Black Jack, Jack Skellington. <laughs> so many. There's just so much stupidity in front of me. It's amazing. Which is a perfect segue for our next match. It is a 15-minute Iron Man match. It is my created wrestler who... Is called Mule Store, and I don't want to get into it. Against Andrew Zangri, uh, my longest wrestling friend in the entire world's created wrestler, Zangros. I am one at O at Swagglemania. He is zero and one. My match was against Santino Morella. His was against Triple H. So those <laughs> records are totally biased. We've been doing this thing for seventeen years. Uh, he's going to try to watch this live. He almost joined us tonight, uh, but he had a dinner date to go to. Uh, Rich. Yeah, I gotta support the podcast and go with Mule Store for twelve. Oh, thanks. Remember, uh, I said the podcast, not you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, all three years ago when I wrestled Santina and I controlled myself, you all blatantly picked against me. So I appreciate that. Three years later, Uh, Topa. This is the end of an era, and you know you got to go with the baby face winning this. So Zangross for ten. He always was the baby face in that situation. <laughs> I don't... If you met us, 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is right. Yeah. Spencer? I'm right there with Rich. Give me a molester for 12. <laughs> good call back to uh, good call back to the Rumble this year. Uh, man, why do I have the least amount of points on myself? That's disheartening <laughs> as fuck. You gotta believe in yourself, man. Uh, I mean, I have myself for nine. I was like, oh, they're gonna make fun of me for having myself for nine. I have a flashier moveset. I have better hair, which is saying something. <laughs> what I gotta go for. So I got myself for nine. Last monster standing. PCO versus the Frankenstein monster. A very last minute addition to Swagglemania. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, Tope, you start. I saw that man get power bombed from the ring to the floor. I'll pick him for president, motherfucker. <laughs> PCO for 12. And that's because Jeez. I couldn't do a thousand. I could have done 15, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> so, so PCO uh, is going to be in the ROH title match at Final Battle. It's going to be him and Roosh, which is a very well built, like, monster match, essentially. Uh, everyone knows what, like, it was a match. <laughs> it was a monster match. <laughs> uh, everyone know how... It was a graveyard match. <laughs> everyone knows how PCO, like, how opponents get the advantage on PCO in matches now, right? How? So he dominates the fuck out of the match, and then he goes haywire and he goes for a dive. And he dives out of the wrong side of the ring and just destroys himself on the fucking floor. And then his opponents get the advantage. That's amazing. Jesus, Jesus Christ. And this is the guy with the title shot? Yes. Yeah. He beat right. fucking Kenny King. Uh, I forget who he beat in the semifinals. And then he beat Marty Skrull in the finals. Okay. 54 man is going to be main event the ROH show, and it's the best thing about ROH right now. Oh, Marty uh, Skrull just killing time. <laughs> Literally, even his current friends are dead. Spencer. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like uh, Tope was saying, but I had a little more faith in my. Uh, well, I was going to say my man, but I don't know. Is, is he a man if he's not alive? He's not human. He's not human. Yeah, he was one so, of So, my main person, my main thing, this creation, PCO for 13. Oof. Oh boy, this one's gonna hurt. Like the Frankenstein monster was the original PCO. Like I like I've never seen the Frankenstein monster with an eye patch pretending to be a pirate before. <laughs> so yeah, he was he was uh, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. Uh, so I went the Frankenstein monster for eleven. Oh boy, so that that one might hurt, Rich. Hey man, I want Frankenstein monster for thirteen. Because oh, I believe in original gimmicks. I believe in literature. I believe in storytelling. I love that this, this, it couldn't be a faker. This is the fakest tournament of all time. Yes. This is the fakest match of all time. Yeah. And this is the one that's going to determine the whole thing. Look, Absolutely. I just, if, if, if this match was an Inferno match, it'd be a completely different story. Shit. Because oh, fire bad. Everyone knows Fire indeed bad. Oh, I wish they still had it. I definitely would have done it. Also, by the way, uh, you weren't here, Spencer, when we talked about it. Uh, your All Might for 15 is insane. <laughs> but you had no. to do it. You no. had to do it. You'll see. You'll all see. I, I won't for 11, <laughs> but... 
Yeah, I went for five. Topay's got Thanos for six, so anything can happen. Uh, this season, uh, on top of the 2K game, we had uh, Fire Pro Wrestling uh, and the P1 Pinnacle, a, a round-robin tournament with New Japan guys, wrestling guys, pop culture guys. Big success, a lot of fun, some amazing matches. The biggest and best match of that tournament was the A Block Final, featuring two guys that were completely undefeated going into the finals uh, with two draws each, Kazuchika Okada and Conor McGregor. Okada won that match and went on to win the entire P1 Pinnacle. But now we're going to see what happens in 2K with Okada versus McGregor. Okada has been in every Swoggle Mania. In fact, he wrestled one Swoggle Mania, two matches. He is 1-2-1 at Swoggle Mania, his only victory coming against Baron Corbin last year. All that said, he's got the experience. I went Okada for 12. Rich. I went Okada for 14. Because also, fuck Conor McGregor. (laughs) I mean, yeah, fuck him. The reason he's here, it's Tope's fault. It was Tope's pick. But I will say, like, the, the big difference also is that if you watched any of those Fire Pro matches, McGregor, the way that the game works with MMA guys, depending on what settings, which you can't really change for... Uh, the league, which is what um, which FirePro calls their G1 setup, is that you have to knock guys out as MMA fighters. So some of his matches were 29 minutes of just murder. Like <laughs> the hardest things to watch ever. Some matches he knocked guys out in five minutes. He went to two draws because Abushi and Ishii could just fucking take it for half an hour and just didn't get knocked out. So Kata was the only guy to finally wear Connor down and actually beat him. But he was a big fucking badass heel in that tournament. And Tope very well could have won with him. So what did you pick, Tope? Uh, fuck Connor. Okada for seven. <laughs> a little bit more hesitant, which is probably smart. Spencer? I'm glad that we all had the same uh, logic, which is fuck Connor McGregor. So I went with Okada for ten. That was like the biggest slam dunk. Like, oh, this is going to be our shitty this generation Mike Tyson, right? Yeah. Like... And, like, except he's not going to be cool to, like, be okay with 20 years down the road, like, fucking with pigeons. <laughs> he's also, like, five foot six, 120 pounds. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's no fucking beef like Randy Orton. <laughs> he ain't no <laughs> beef. <laughs> Any more Randy Orton thoughts, Tope? No, I'm not, you, you heard them all last week. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Want to make sure you get anything else in your system. Uh, so we don't have a heels and heels title match at the moment. I've been with the heels and heels championship committee over Twitter multiple occasions. They've still not provided me a heels and heels title match. There will be by hook or crook, a heels and heels championship match. You will see your heels and heels champion. Who the fuck is it? Hold on. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, who I almost nope. Where, where the hell is it? <gasps> Sophie Turner, Sophie Turner, uh, from game of Thrones. Your Heels and Hills champion. She will be in a match. We're not going to predict it because we don't know what the fuck it is yet. So, that leads us to our main event. The Pod Swoggle Championship. Augie's pick. To this day, I don't know why. But he picked Gene Simmons from KISS. Who won our tournament and is our current Pod Swoggle Champion. So, how do you counteract one demon? You don't want to have the championship. Try to book him against the demon. You would be alright having the title. The demon Finn Balor. He's 0-1 at Swoggle Mania. He lost to Jason Voorhees several years ago. But he is one of the most impressive Potswoggle champions we've ever had trying to get the title back. Spencer, who you got? 
Uh, as much as I'd like to see Gene Simmons with the belt around his waist, I gotta go with with Finn Balor. Finn Balor for what? For how many points? Fourteen points, Alec. <laughs> that is a true daily double. Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? I also went with Finn Balor because I just don't want to have to look up Gene Simmons as soon as I get this new fucking game. I was cautious, though, because Gene looked very impressive this past month. He he rattled off three very, very easy victories. Those victories were against uh, Eddie Guerrero, Sami Zayn, and Tom Brady. Three legends, if I've ever heard them. <laughs> uh, so I went with Finn Balor, but only for six points. Rich. Only because it's 2019, and only because nothing really makes sense if you think about it. <laughs> I want Gene Simmons yeah. for 10. Sure. I went with Gene Simmons for 10. Is that a Gene Simmons impression? I don't even no, know. No, it's not. How does Gene Simmons sound? <laughs> I don't know. He sounds like, he's got, he's just like a, this thing. I know that. It sounds like you're like super a, well enunciated. I know that. A monster mash I'm pretty impression. sure this is yeah. exactly how Gene Simmons sounds. It was a Simmons smash. We're <laughs> oh, not nailing this. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a that's not a, a fucking impression you want in your tool belt anyway, Rich. Well, there goes six hours of research down the drain. <laughs> well, you know Gene Simmons. He's known for his voice. Yeah, he's so he hasn't been ahead of reality show or anything like that. Simmons knows best. Uh, the only thing I know about Gene Simmons is that on the Insane Clown Posse uh, U shoot, they talk about how his herp- his dick is covered in herpes. I'm like, well, cool. Why watch a wrestling shoot? <laughs> I'd buy that, honestly. Uh, it's a pretty good shoot. The interview shoot? No, the... fuck the shoot. <laughs> no, there's, there's no way. His, his, uh, he's more herpes than men at this point. He's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picked the guy who wasn't fucking 70 years old and I went with <laughs> Demon Balor for 14. Oh, another 14. Damn. So, yeah, th- that match is also going to be uh, a big indicator of who's winning this damn thing because Gene can pull it out, then Rich is looking good. And those are the picks. Those are the Swoggle Mania 6 picks. Again, this Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, live on Twitch. These 16 matches coming your way. Going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for joining us on it every single year, this crazy endeavor. Um, And we'll be picking right back up the following month with 2K20's first tournament. Who will be champions? Watch Swoggle Mania and find out. Um... Anybody quickly, because we're going to kind of keep this one a little short, because we're also going to do a new uh, uh, game podcast after this. Any quick uh, news talk from the past week? Anyone wanted to rattle off real, real quick? Anything anyone want to get off their chest? Uh, I just want to say the second episode of, uh, what's it called, Dynamite, was way better than the first episode. Was a much better full-blown wrestling show. I still think NXT's wrestling was better. Um, oh, sure. I think the I think the best match of the night it'll be a toss up between Walter and Kushida and Private Party and the Young Bucks, but Chris Jericho on that show proved that he's definitively in the conversation as one of the greatest ever because he worked his ass off on the microphone and in everything he did on that show. 
to make it a big fucking deal. He he absolutely crushed that show. Um, so yes, I would agree with you there. Uh, to, uh, Rich, how are you feeling about Hager Slacks week two? He still looked like he's gonna fucking try and talk me into some spark plugs I don't need. <laughs> His auto zone looking ass. Also, I love that he's already on the opening um, like title sequence. Did you notice that? No, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like... <laughs> also, hey, Jericho, how about you keep like shoot and creative out your fucking mouth, man? It's still a fucking show, dude. Like, I know, yeah, we're all fucking smarks, but come on. Let's fucking pretend a little bit. Let's have a little fun. Swagger with your fucking wardrobe. More like wardrobe. Ass hat. <laughs> I did like uh, Hager's quick face when Jericho shut we the people and I was like, it's a stupid gimmick, bad creative. And Hager's like, oh man, I'm using that for my Bellator stuff. He just tell was like, oh fuck, they're going to be mad at me. Oh man, um, I really think that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, he actually kind of does. And we can I'm, I'm down for it. <laughs> Uh, Tope, any any week two thoughts? Uh, not, not really. I'm just, you know, Sean Spears is one and two, so you know, hey, there you go. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'll say uh, this: shout to NWA Power. Fucking they got a good week two. Uh, I haven't watched week two yet, but give me that hillbilly lucha underground. Let's fucking go, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we're recording this, we're recording this on Tuesday, uh, the 15th. So NWA Power Week 2 was today, just like AEW Dark 2 was today. Very, very good. Uh, Joey Janela, Kenny Omega main event there. Um, NWA Power had some good promos from guys you've been having good promos from for 10 years. But it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I can deal with a little Mr. Anderson and a little Aaron Stevens and a little Coca Banna on my, my television program again. Let's do that. And Eddie Kingston uh, cussing in his match so much. That they'd start bleeping it halfway through. <laughs> like, oh, that's the words he's saying. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all the good stuff. The draft sucked. Um, I didn't. Even, I didn't even watch it. And so I haven't heard anything about it. So yeah, that means it sucks. It was just not. It was just really poorly presented. They just had Stephanie McMahon come out. And read five names every like half an hour. And then there were no real surprises. Like everyone pretty much went to the show they were already kind of classified as being on. Well, especially if you, there were no surprises if you got the WWE I, press release for the draft. Yeah. Wow. Because they really, they had names like the draft featuring superstars like and it in exact order. That's insane. Four rounds. Of what they were drafted. <laughs> Yeah, and they were they apparently the story was that they were supposed to the social media team was supposed to alphabetize those names, but like <laughs> that part of the memo just like didn't get it to them. Uh, I guess there's more surprises, not surprises in terms of like who went where, but like orders of things on night two. Like Umberto Carrillo went in the third round when like Baron Corbin, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, The Miz, and Elias were still on the board. Who's and Umberto I, Carrillo? He's been on two of five live. Okay. He's a good luchador. He's a, uh, he's I mean, the whole thing breaks down in logic when, like, your two top champions aren't drafted until the second night. That's, yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, the, yeah, the way they have them put into pools. And I get why you do that. So that way, right. two yes, isn't just, obviously. You know, fucking mid-card central. 
but also like you're, if you're going to present a certain way if you're going to present a certain way i don't know <laughs> the biggest thing that i hated was motherfuck to death those fake ass war rooms oh my god that drove me nuts so you didn't see any of the spencer they had a cuz there's no general managers there's no like authority figures on either show so they treated as if the execs for USA and the execs from Fox were the ones making the decisions as to who was getting drafted where, uh, which I'm sure both those both those brands were very happy with. Uh, so they had like rooms of executives, like reacting to picks, like yay cheering or like oh darn we missed this one. But like the USA room had like some execs had like painted faces. Uh, Fox Room had the fucking NFL Sunday football robot. Oh, that's fun. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we all like. Yeah, you're kind of on an island on that one, man. But the, <laughs> the robot. robot. Hey, hey, the robot that sucks. Fuck the NFL fucking Fox robot. All right, that what's that stupid thing's name? Stealing a beam or some shit? No, I think it's Cletus. Yeah, I think it's Cletus. Man, fuck Cletus the robot. Cletus the robot rules. That that's my next pick. Cletus the robot for whatever the fuck next. <laughs> I'll uh, mark it down. Number. Uh, uh, choice of words, fully intended. Mo, do you have enough gas in the tank for a full fuck you of the week on Cletus the robot? <laughs> no, I thought okay, I did, fine. and then I realized I was on such an island about it that I wasn't going to go down that road. <laughs> um. I, with as much uh, vigor as you have against Cletus the robot, I I I can't wait for this fucking Lashley Lana Rusev storyline to just be fucking over with. Even even like not watching it, it's still just it's just a drag, a fucking drag. You know, it's funny. Uh, so I've been this year. I've been keeping better. <laughs> wait, what? Nothing. Go. This year, I've been keeping better, meticulous like notes throughout the year for the Swaggies. Because every year, when it comes to like the Swaggies, I'm like, man, I know there's shit I'm missing. So like, I'm trying to do better this year for it. Uh, and one thing I've been really struggling with was worst feud of the year. And sure enough, <laughs> when in doubt, you just got to wait until October. And they haven't even touched each other yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad. Every time it comes on the TV, Sam's like, why are you watching softcore porn? And why is Bobby Lashley in it? It's just bad. It's just all bad. Are you guys there? Did you guys all just leave? Because, because I, just, I, I was trying to be thinking of something funny, and I just couldn't. Not, there's just nothing funny. <laughs> that's never... That's, that, that, I, next. <laughs> the one... He, there is something funny to the live crowd, because this week... So Lana's getting massaged by some woman. She's like, I need it harder uh, or, or deeper or whatever. And it comes to commercial that way. Then it comes back. And then it's like the same masseuse. And she's like, yeah, you're not doing it the right way. And then Lashley walks in. And as soon as Lashley walks in, the crowd just starts laughing. As if, how ridiculous <laughs> is it <laughs> that, <laughs> that this is fucking happening? Oh, we did legitimately lose Rich. Uh, and Spencer's a little stall as we wait for them. Oh, excuse me, to return. Uh, yeah, it's man. That that storyline is so bad that Mike Canellis was so worried about getting in a 
further down the cuck road that he just decided to quit again. <laughs> I wonder how, how at least they get their downside rates. Is that how that works? Are they, yeah, they, they get, I mean, he, they basically mean their downside. Like, I'm not going to say I'm on the side of WWE on this, <laughs> but <laughs> let's really break down what's happened here. They got signed. He was out of shape. He was never really that good, but they gave him up a spot and mm. pretty quickly he kind of blundered it away. Then he went to rehab. They signed him all fucking gobbed up. Then he loses a bunch of weight, comes back, but they don't have anything for him. His wife is pregnant. So she goes away. Then she comes back. They get up put on 205 Live. He's still unhappy. She gets pregnant again. Then they start using him in this weird cuck storyline. But again, he's on TV. And now he wants to get released. So let me get this straight. You went the rehab on their dime, and you're having two babies on their dime. And they gave you a world title. Huh? The, they gave him a world title. Oh, we're counting the 24-7 title as a world title. Well, it was defended in international air. Yeah, it's the naming title in wrestling history that's been won in the fucking in space. <laughs> it's, it's a space. It's a universal title. It uh, is the definition of a universal championship. Yeah. You don't know where that plane went. <laughs> what else? From the week. I don't want to talk about Bruce Pitcher and Eric Bischoff because we're a podcast in 2019. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, there's nothing more than we kind of went into last week. Uh, just the stuff this week, just going on Reddit and seeing. Uh, this is today that we're recording. This is the eight year anniversary of Hogan's famous <laughs> tweet. Uh, don't work your, uh, I'll read it. Good night, Hogamaniacs and Jabroni Marks. Without a life that don't know it's a work, when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot marks. That, I've never actually read that tweet. That made no sense. Nope. Uh, sure uh, didn't. But don't work yourself into a shoot. Always remember that. Absolutely. Um, I was going to mention, uh, oh, I wanted to ask you. So last week I kind of was asking you about uh, the ratings and the minutia of it all. So AW stayed above a million. Uh this week was odd because of of an obnoxiously long-running baseball game that caused their show to kind of get split between two different networks. But they had a predicted drop, right? That was about like 15, 20%. Yeah, and I think like a show will usually, this is from my experience, a show will usually, you get your premiere date, and unless it's something that's like, becomes like a cultural, like hit, like a Breaking Bad where it's in its last season, or last two seasons, and it's like, killing it or like a game of thrones get your back hey then it's i wouldn't be surprised if it settles at like half of what it premiered at and that being its core audience and i don't know what tnt's gonna think about that because they might be better off showing reruns of family guy for a lot cheaper or shawshank or something yeah well the funny thing about it is so if you if you so just to show you how much television has changed in in less than 10 years they're pulling in impact numbers, like original impact on spike numbers. And it's like, huge success. And that's not a detriment to AEW. That's just where live TV basically is. You know? Uh, NXT's ratings stayed the same for the most part. So, like, 
they've kind of figured that's where the audience is going to be in like the seven to eight hundred thousand range. Uh, SmackDown, of course, was going to have a huge drop, like with The Rock and all the pomp and circumstance and all the casual fans being like, oh, I'll try wrestling again on Fox for them to be like over three and then drop back down to like below that. That makes sense. So like them losing like 20 percent. What the fuck else did you think? Especially with how kind of shittily received that first show was with its ending and, and whatnot. So nothing surprised me. This is this week and next week will be the true test to see. Now it's enough time to have a trend. It's enough time to have patterns to see where it is. The biggest thing I, I found interesting for the live shows, just how old the audience was. So AEW is doing great in the wrestling demographic that seems to matter the most at 18 to 34. But like the average for each show, like the average for AEW was in like the mid forties and like NXT was like the low fifties. It's wow. like, wow. Like that's again, it's, it's crazy to me. It's not because our, our age group is like, well, we'll watch it on DVR or, or we'll stream it. Or we have so many other means of watching it besides like right then and there live. But it still was kind of surprising that that's as as far reaching as that demographic is. Um, so something else to kind of keep in mind. But that's also kind of in wrestling is Rick wrestling does skew older. You figure those people 30 years ago were, were in the rock and wrestling era. So, you know, we'll see. Um, we were just kind of killing time while we were waiting for Rich and Spencer to get on. Um, anything else you boys wanted to kind of tackle before we shut this puppy down? No, this uh, this podcast just blew right right by me for some reason. <laughs> it's a quick one. Well, you're gonna have another one here in a second, so you're you're gonna have a, a full <laughs> you're gonna have a full blow one okay. in just a moment. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, Swaggle Mania Pick'em Show and a brief uh, news uh, tidbit at the end. Uh, as always, you can go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast patreon.com slash arcade audio for bonus content not only from podswoggle but the entire arcade audio family three dollars a month join the discord great wrestling conversation with our fans and uh the members of the swoggle squad podswoggle at gmail.com let us know what you think of the show arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag sounds a great place you can reach out and uh, talk to us and get your voice heard on the the show all social media facebook twitter instagram uh, YouTube for all the past Podswoggle title tournaments. Uh, same thing for all the old Swoggle Manias are on there. All the P1 stuff I was talking about. Go back and watch our entire uh, video game catalog. And Twitch, like I mentioned earlier, twitch.tv slash Podswoggle. The place to be this Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Swoggle Mania 6. It's going to be one hell of a card. Anything else to plug? No. Oh. Follow me on Instagram, Dr. Topiata Banjo. If you can't spell it, you probably have no African friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dare now. You, 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 you don't have any black friends, you better fucking find Topia's Instagram. <laughs> Topia yeah, last game. said he has less black friends than Randy Orton. <laughs> probably true, though. I believe it. But yeah, follow Topia on Instagram and feel bad about yourself as he continues to do yoga. Mm. Any final thoughts, Topa? Oh, yeah. I forgot you asked me that. Oh, wait. Final thoughts. Uh, uh, 
apologies to uh Charlie Caruso and uh yeah, team Randy Orton for some reason. Uh, I'm not gonna double down on this. <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like I'm LeBron James talking about China. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> no, no. I uh I fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the exact perfect cross section of those two things. Rich, final thoughts? Well, I just need to do some more research on the sub uh, the subject, and you know, and then I can come back with an informed comment. Oh, I've never been. I've never been so happy. He's never been on my team. God damn it! Perfect timing. Spencer, final thoughts? I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> You really are Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> uh, for Tope, for Rich, for Spencer, this is Mullet signing off for Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. We are swogging off. What's everyone's favorite candy? Ooh, God, that's such a difficult question. One answer. Skittles. What? <laughs> 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 Man, this is so that was I'm like the realest to... reaction I ever had. It was. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> what Isn't the that Charlie's favorite candy though? Yeah, she loves Skittles. Man, y'all fucking Skittles, Skittles are very good. I like Skittles. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but definitely of the of the like non chocolate candies. Yeah, it's probably up, up for there. for Charlie. If you, it's like you got to weed out the orange Skittles, oh, and then it. that's her favorite. Mm. Twix. I'll send them to you. Twix? Peanut butter or regular? Regular. I don't know about that, man. They've been giving free Twix out at work lately, and so I've been having a lot of Twix, and it's it's very good. Twix are good, don't you? I think I would agree. Very very close second is uh, crispier almond M&M's, but... I don't know if I have a favorite. It's so hard for me to choose. Yeah. Like, I think classic, I just say Reese's, like, peanut butter cups, but... Sure. Snickers are good. Kit Kat's yeah. good. Depends on the day for me. I mean, honestly, like good default <laughs> answer. Motherfucker, only one. And you're like, no, well, it depends. I got like seven. <laughs> but like, again, it's you know, what's my favorite musical? I don't know. It depends on whether it's a fucking Tuesday or a Saturday. Like, not Dog Phantom. Richard well, Snickers. Richard Snickers. That's my default. That's yeah. the thing. Like Reese's Cups is my def- is my default. But like, yeah, you were but born like, because of Snickers, Rich. I almost wasn't because of Snickers. <laughs> um, but eventually it happened. Yeah. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. Wow. From my laboratory in the castle east wow. to the master bedroom where the vampires be. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.